I'm 30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. Had some uh, sound difficulties uh, that just happened after the broadcast got started earlier this morning. And uh, so we had to uh, shut down to fix that. And now we're back up and running, and hopefully it will not kick back out again. But uh, we just uh, had no sound going. And uh, so thank you for joining us today. If you were with us earlier and came back, thank you for being patient with us. And if you usually join us at 1030, then uh, you know that we was uh, having some technical technical difficulties getting started, which would give us a good time to mention to you. If you're not getting our text and updates, maybe we have something happen just like it happened today and we're not able to get the sound fixed and we're not we're not able to get back on the air. And you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and finally you get frustrated and just, uh, you know, go do something else. Well, you don't have to get frustrated and you don't even have to worry about uh, waiting to see what happens. You can start getting text from us right here at CAC Daily iCast. All you got to do is like it's on the screen, text at CAC Daily. That's all you put in the text is at CAC Daily and text that to the number 81010. You'll be put on the list and then you'll be in the know when we have something go wrong. Well, we're glad that you have joined us today. We're starting in a new chapter in the book of Revelation. So we're going to chapter 4 of Revelation, and we're going to begin at verse number 1. After this, and notice the terminology as we read, After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, 
And behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat on the throne uh, was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty elders. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. The first beast was like a lion, second like, an, like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. Now I want to stop right there because there's a lot that we have to just kind of uh, jump into and try to uh, uh, take our time with because revelation is not something you can just uh, cram a whole bunch of information or scriptures together and then expect to walk away uh, with a knowledge. So we don't want to confuse you. We don't want to uh, cause you to uh, be sitting there saying, I can't understand this or just too much uh, to uh, understand. But we're going to try to break it down verse by verse and hopefully... We'll do that and make sure that you take notes uh, because there's going to be things that, as we discuss, that you're going to forget. Uh, maybe some things that you want to go back and review again, some high points. So make sure that you take notes and uh, and then you can study deeper on your own. Well, uh, we want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is lesson number 1089 of our study through the word. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today, that we will take your word line upon line, precept upon precept, be able to expound it fully, that we can all leave here with more knowledge than we came. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, you know, when you start looking at uh, chapter 4, uh, we first start looking at the, um, at the terminology, how that things are worded, how things are structured in a sentence. Uh, and that way we can understand uh, what it is implying. So verse number 4, verse number 4, let's break it down. Uh, after this, now after this is very important because what was John seeing, what was he seeing before this? Because you got to see the terminology after this. So what was he seeing before this? He was seeing what was addressed to the seven churches. He, he received letters to give to the pastors of the seven churches. So he saw the church age. He saw the church upon earth. And then now it says after this, which means what? After the church age, 
after the church. People would look at that today and they would say, that is after the church is raptured out of here. What's going to happen when the church is raptured out of here? What's going to happen when the church is called up? Now, a lot of people, uh, they don't even want to talk about rapture because the word rapture is not in the Bible, and that's true. But the the meaning of the word rapture uh, is in the Bible, and that's where we are in chapter 4. We're talking about after the church age. So when you read that first two words of chapter uh, 4 and verse number 1, after this, after the church, after the church is called up, after the church is raptured, after the church is taken up hither, if you will, ever how you want to describe when the dead in Christ are arise first and then we which are alive and remain, ever how you want to describe that event, we just say rapture. We can say called up. We can say, uh, you know, uh, translated out of here, if you will. Uh, well, ever how you want to kind of define it, uh, the church is going to leave this world. That's right. We're going to get out of here, and we're going to be called up into heaven. So this is why it says after this. His his focus is now taken off of uh, the um, the the earth uh, and the things on this earth, uh, you know, the 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 world and uh, and the church, if you will, uh, it's uh, it's taken off of the uh, earthly uh, reign of the church, and now it's going to take us into what's coming in the future. So. We could say it's taking us from the present to the future. Now, what's going to happen when the church is called out? What's going to happen after the Lord comes back and takes his church home? And that's what the after this is about. Because let's look at some of these things that uh, it talks about after this. Uh, of course, these are future events that John sees. Uh, these are things to come. After this, uh, he said, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven. Now, this door is very important. And why is this door? Because a door is a uh, entrance into something and an exit from something. So I want to stress that again. A door is an entrance into something and an exit from something, just like the door to your house. You exit the house and enter into your porch, your driveway, your outside area. And it's the same way when you come back home. You exit outside and come inside through the door. So now we see that this is a moving of the church of what John sees from one thing to another. So now we're seeing the exit of the church, just like exodus of the people from Egypt. We're seeing the exodus of the church, and that door is so important because that door is Jesus Christ. So the way into heaven 
we all know, is through Jesus. No man can come unto the Father except by me. He said, I am the door. And therefore, if we're going to enter in, we're going to have to go through the door. If we try to go in any other way, we're nothing but a thief and a robber. So with this said, uh, we have to understand what John is trying to relate to us of what he saw. He saw a door opened, which means now that way into heaven that way of leaving this earth going into heaven is now open. Now, you can look at the door as being an open vision to see the things that John saw, to see what is coming. But I like to look at that door as Jesus. Because remember, uh, when you start looking at, at uh, Jesus saying he is the door, then we don't have any, any problem understanding that this is talking about an exit from this world into the next because you have to go through a door. You have to go through the door. Now, um, I just want to uh, uh, kind of give us the understanding here, and, and you know, there's going to be a lot of people that have different views. A lot of people, maybe even you watching today, will have different ideas of uh, what this means and, and what this represents. And, um, you know, I'm just telling you what my studies have revealed unto me and what the Lord has led me uh, to teach about uh, this, uh, well, the whole book of Revelation, but in chapter 4. So uh, when we look at this, uh, uh, John is uh, taking us uh, with on a journey, if you will, if I could say that, on a journey. And this door was opened in heaven. And uh, this is the point that we look at and we say, well, you know, since this door is a entrance into something and an exit from something, it must mean something. And of course, when we start looking, as we said, Jesus said, I am the door. And uh, so now we know that Jesus is the door or the way, because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, you know, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So he's the way into heaven. So when that door is open, that door is not only a vision to see into the future of what's going to happen after the church, but it is also an open door which we, we can look at and say Jesus is the door. So if we're going to get from this world to that world, we're going to have to go through Jesus. That that's, should be easy to understand. I hope I've made it clear. Uh, so uh, the door, uh, the way into heaven has been opened up, and now we're seeing the future. But in order to get to that future, we have to go through the door, which is Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is the door. He's the way we enter in. He said, you know, if, if uh, I stand and knock at the door, we read that in one of the letters, uh, if you will open up, I will come in 
and sup with you and you with me. So uh, we see that that it's an entrance. It's an entrance. It's an exit and an entrance. A door is always an exit and an entrance. So we're going to exit this world, enter into heaven. Now, you can call that the rapture. You can call that the calling up. You can call that when the dead in Christ rise and we which are alive and remain takes place. You can, you can talk at it in, in any of those terms, and you would be correct. So with that said, uh, we want to know that, uh, yes, there is a door that was opened. And that is what John began, and I'll bring this up uh, so you can read along with us, uh, was opened in heaven. And what's the first voice that he hears? It is a voice as it were a trumpet. Now, that's important because when the children of Israel were at the base of the mountain and Moses had went up into the mount to get the uh, law and the, and the commandments, uh, you know, Moses is hearing God. He is, he is communing and talking with God. But what do the people hear? They hear the sound as of a trumpet. That's, that's what they hear. They, they, they don't hear the voice of God uh, in words they can understand. They just, it just sounds like a trumpet. And then we find here that the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet. That's very important because we know this voice, this voice is going to let us know this is the voice, the voice, if you will, of God. The voice of the archangel and the trump of God is going to sound. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not uh, literally a blowing of a trumpet, uh, if you will, uh, but it's going to be God calling his church home. So the first thing that John hears is a voice, is a voice. Everybody say a voice. That's important because it's a voice as it were of a trumpet. Now, what is this voice that sounds like a trumpet doing? It's talking with him. This is important because, you know, somebody can play a trumpet and I don't hear any words or I don't hear anything. I, I just hear music. But this voice that was as a trumpet, now, some people could say, well, this trumpet was, was blasting loud. It was, it, was, uh, it was speaking forcefully, or it's just wrapping up the voice of the archangel and the trump of God uh, sounding. But ever how you want to look at it in this point, you see that this voice is now talking to John, and he's saying, come up hither. This is in direct reference to the rapture of the church. Now, a lot of people said, no, God was just talking to John to come up, and I'm going to show you some things. But you got to remember, everything in Revelation after the church, seven churches have been addressed, is things that are futuristic, things coming, things that is going to happen. So now we see John being called up hither. 
Now, we know John can't get up into heaven by himself. They tried it in Genesis, you know, at the Tower of Babel. They tried to build a way to heaven. You can't build your way to heaven. You can't get to heaven by yourself. So we know that this is not John uh, just uh, going up into a different uh, place. Uh, this is the calling of John. Come up hither. And when, when that call is come up hither, I tell you, when the voice of the Lord speaks, when the voice of the Lord speaks, things have to respond. Just think about it. When, uh, when Lazarus was dead, and, and and the Lord, you know, calls Lazarus out. He speaks by name. And Lazarus' dead body has to come to life and come forth. So the word of the Lord is so powerful that when it is spoken, there has to be a response when the voice of the Lord speaks, there has to be a response. That's why this voice that is talking with John sounds like a trumpet. It's, it, it doesn't sound like a trumpet. It sounds as a trumpet. Uh, I guess I should just kind of clarify these words here. I heard as it were a trumpet, but guess what? This voice is talking with him, and it just simply says, come up hither. So uh, I don't think anyone can, uh, can really deny that this is not talking about uh, the rapture. It is talking about the rapture. It's talking about the church. After the church age, what's going to happen? Well, we're going to come up hither, and we're going to see what's in store for each of us. Now, I see our time is up already for today, but I just want to kind of uh, get this uh, verse right here, uh, verse number one, uh, taken care of, because uh, I want to um, I want to just kind of establish what John is seeing, what John is telling us. Remember, this is for us. The book of Revelation is the revealing of Jesus Christ. So this door that's open now, we see that the, the door that, that was shut, that no man could open and open no man can shut. Of course, we know that the door of salvation is open, but that door, Jesus Christ, we're going to enter into heaven. We're going to go from this world to that world through Jesus Christ. That's how we get there. So then he says, come up hither. And the next thing you begin to see is not only come up hither, uh, but, you know, if, if just for instance, if, if I was to look at you and you was here in the studio with me and uh, you was maybe downstairs and I said, come up hither. Of course, we don't talk like that. Maybe I'd just say, come up here. And uh, you would leave where you were to come where I am. That's what the Lord is telling John. I want you to leave where you are and come up where I am. That, to me, is the rapture 
of the church. The church has to leave here in order to go there. So we have to exit to enter. How do we get there? Through the door. Through the door. I hope this is is good for you. I hope it's uh, expounded uh, fully. I hope you get you're getting the meaning of it because um, here's the reason that John is called up hither is because he's going to see the things after the church age. What's going to happen when the church is raptured? And John is about ready to see those things. I will show these. Uh, things which must be what? Hereafter. Now that word hereafter, hereafter what? After the church age. After the rapture. After the church gets out of here. I'm going to show you what's going to happen when the church is called up hither. That's what John was seeing. And we want to pick up on that word hereafter. And... uh I'll make a note so we make sure that we start on that word in verse 1 of, uh, and just kind of uh, talk about that word hereafter. But with that said, I want to come to a close today, and I want to I want to kind of just let all that we've talked about and all that we've discussed and all that we've read kind of enter into our mind. Again, study it, uh, re-study it, re-read it, uh, go over it again, and see if this doesn't make plain sense that when John was called up hither, come up hither, that he was being taken from this earth into heaven and representing, and and a lot of things in the book of Revelation are representing something. I believe this represents the rapture of the church. With that said, I want to come to a close. And I want us to go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to help us to rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully so that we can all just kind of, uh, you know, take what we learn and realize that the rapture could take place at any time. Some people says, oh, this has got to happen. That's got to happen. After the letters to the churches, we find that chapter four says, come up hither. I don't, I don't think that, that the Bible is telling us, be ye ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh, to just tell us, oh, well, you know, we got to wait and see this, 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 and this, and then we'll start looking. No, we need to look today. The Lord could come today. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the word. I pray that I have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. If I have not, if I'm mistaken, if I've misrepresented, forgive me and help me to make it right. Lord, I want to expound your word fully so that each and every one of us can understand what your word is saying. Reveal unto us revelation. Reveal unto us as we read that we can understand what it's actually saying to us. Thank you for showing John the things to come the things that are hereafter. Lord, help us to rightly divide the word of truth. Thank you, Lord, for the knowledge. Thank you, Lord, for the promise that the church is going to be called up here. For it's in Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Well, with that all said and done, I want to make sure that uh, I am not uh, going too fast through the Word because there's just so much information uh, that we need to um, uh, ingest, and that means take it in, uh, because if, if not, what happens is uh, we read these things and we say, well, I can't understand that, or it really don't matter. Uh, it, it does matter to know what's coming up on this earth after the church is gone, because you don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be left behind. When the church gets out of here, you don't want to get up in the second resurrection, which has no power. You, you want to get up in the first resurrection. You want to go in the first leaving. Amen. Remember, a door is an exit and an entrance. And the only way to get from here to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Well, I hope it's been a blessing to you. I hope that you are enjoying these studies. I hope you'll tell your friends, tell your family. You can also take and you can uh, you can uh, share these teachings. Uh, all you got to do is just uh, share the link on Facebook or you can share it uh, from our website, either one. But uh, with that said and done, we do have our trivia question up and running. Which book in the Bible contains the analogy of the armor of God? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.